Welcome to Sam Love Sports. I am Adam Jappison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. I'm not doing any more arguing over who's the best shooter in the NBA. You guys already know that. Continue. Well, because it's Steph Curry, so, I mean, we can just move on. Anyways, um, BJ Thomas. Clay Thompson just ended the conversation with only the third <laughs> player to hit 300 threes in a season. Yeah, and, and who did it before him? Who's done it? Who's done it twice before him? <laughs> Whoops! Look, I want Reggie Miller. If Reggie Miller was in these offenses, I would just like to see it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's all yeah. I'm saying. Um, I don't know if there's any more cold blooded than Reggie Miller behind that three point line. Maybe Larry. Larry started it, in my opinion. I think Larry started. He he was ruthless behind that three point line, man. But I and mean, he paved the way. I like Reggie, but that was his only trick, and they couldn't stop it. I have mad yeah. respect for people who have one trick and they can't stop it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like Bird had a game. Yeah, Bird. Bird was all over the place. Yeah, post, free throw line, mid range, yeah. three point line, everywhere. Yeah, uh, Reggie had one trick and they couldn't do a thing about it. Nothing. So, but that ugly ass cross handed release. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, yeah, I, don't know. I, I used to try to mess with it in the backyard just to see like. How does that work? Yeah. It didn't work for me. So, yeah. as you guys might imagine, this is going to be a basketball-heavy episode. you know why? Because the NBA playoffs start on Saturday. I mean, mm-hmm. the NBA will say they started today, but it's the play-in bullshit. Blah, but, blah. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. So, we're going to do our NBA playoff preview, because this will be fun. And like, you know, what, it's what sports shows actually are supposed to do. And we're actually like look at the games instead of just, like, bullshit talk um should i, should I come <laughs> back in an hour yeah you can go ahead <laughs> do whatever you want <laughs> i mean a, a, as we learned the other day there is a limit to how much self flesh you can have so just don't cross that limit and you'll be fine <laughs> 55 baby 55 55 56 will kill you 55 55 tug sessions in a row and you can make it with only minor cardiovascular damage and, and, and you know to be fair we completed this conversation without Dorian. So yeah, I was waiting. <laughs> I was waiting for you to be like, "It's a lie." <laughs> Sixty-three is the limit. <laughs> I was gonna say sixty-nine, but that's too cliche, right? That's just, oh, that's, yeah, just that's, that's terrible. Yeah, no. <laughs> Act, don't laugh at that joke. It's too cheesy. <laughs> so we'll, we'll start off with um, Brooklyn. They are not the New Jersey Nets. They're the Brooklyn Nets against the Philadelphia 76ers. Sixers. Mm-hmm. So, Dorian, what are your initial thoughts? Embiid is playing in the series, right? As far as I know, I don't okay. think he was hurt. All right. I'm going to say this. I picked Philly to win, but it's not going to be by a landslide. I think, I think Brooklyn's one of those gritty teams that, that it, I can see it being like going to six games. All right, we're just going. We're just kicking off the cliches tonight. I like it. Right, Gritty <laughs> teams. They got the moxie and whatnot. Heart and hustle. Heart and hustle. Um, what? How terrible are the sons of the franchise that they were hiding Michael Bridges? Yeah, and keeping him to like ten points a game. <laughs> but Jay Wright, the old coach of Villanova, called this back when he got drafted. He said, Macau Bridges is that diamond in the rough where he's get going, he's going to be a superstar. I didn't see it then, but I, I see remnants of him now. Have you ever seen anybody break out this late in the season before? It's be like, very and, rare. And blossom and be like, here I am. 
it's very rare that a player yeah. is, is just shit on a team and then is traded. He wasn't shit. He was a valuable piece, but he was just a piece. Yeah. Now he's looking like the piece. I mean, yeah. the, the, the only player I can think of that comes to mind is Kevin Johnson. When yeah. I, I figured who gave up on him, they traded him to the Suns for like a white bag of nickels, and he became an all-star like overnight. Mm. Annunciation matters. You almost got us canceled there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Florida. I can say whatever I want. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is get online and scream in their cancer. There, an old big poppy DeSantis will come rushing to your defense. <laughs> yeah, there's another person, uh, too, that that comes to mind. Um, Kevin, remember Kevin Martin who played for the Kings? Yeah, yeah, he had a nice stint to where he was just a rotation player on the Kings, and then they that's when they trade actually. They traded Mike Bibby. When they traded Mike Bibby, that's when they got Kevin Martin. Kevin Martin started off on the bench. And then next thing you know, it, he was averaging like 25 points a game in the Fair second enough. half of the season. He had kind of yeah. a weird release also, speaking of yeah. weird releases. He'll knock it down every single time. I say it doesn't matter as long as it goes splat. Yep. <laughs> so just for future reference, it was Cleveland who drafted um, Kevin Johnson and gave up on him because he was averaging seven points a game. The next season, he was averaging over twenty for Phoenix. Yeah, right. But we're we're talking about a late season. You've been playing. You just not maybe not getting the run, or maybe not the integral piece of the offense. And all of a sudden, pow! You just here I am. Does Jeremy Lin count? Mm. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, he came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he disappeared just as quickly. But I mean, I mean he's the only person to wave off Kobe and survive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. At the end of a game, nonetheless. Right. If I remember correctly. Do you think like Kobe has sympathy for him, though? No, I like how Kobe brought him over. And said, "Explain yourself, son." <laughs> and then he, and then Kobe yeah, yeah. sat over there and either pretended to listen or really did listen. It was like, "I'll let you live." Yeah. He gave him the Roman Emperor thumbs up, like, "You won't die today." However, <laughs> if you ever do this again, I will. I will kill you myself. <laughs> Could you imagine being Kobe and like coming up to get the ball and then Jeremy fucking Lynn waves you off and you're like what? Uh, I, I played with Shaq bro like yeah that's about like, the only one that could wave me off yeah right. that might have caused a fight in the locker room yeah but that was bro that, that was a bold move by Jeremy Lynn though that was bold yeah. hey Look, if there's anything I know about scores, it's you know when you're on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know when you're on it. Yeah. Yeah, Other people of, might not know, yeah. but you know. Yeah. And, and speaking, of, speaking of scores, you know when they're on it. Embiid is on it. Harden yeah. will he's tell right you now. he's on yeah. it. Yeah. He's on yeah. it. Yeah. Any, right. score, any score is capable of getting there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's you staying know. there. Yeah. Anybody that can average 20, 20 points a game, the NBA – can get there and just be like blackout for a quarter, a quarter and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Dorian, I agree with you. I mean, I, I think, I think the Nets steal one uh, of the first two and it goes six, but yeah, I, I think, I think Philly pulls it out at the end. Cause honestly, I, 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 I think Philly is more immature than they really want to let on. So they'll probably get a lot of game or two slip. I don't think M- they don't have anything for Embiid in the middle. They're just going to yeah. throw bodies at them and that's not going to work. No. 
You're just going to use up fouls and whatnot, and he can kind of hit free throws occasionally. So, so the the next series is the uh, is for BJ. Um, the Knicks versus Cleveland. I like Julius Randle. He's another guy that's kind of really made himself from the ground up in the NBA. He came in maybe a little uh, overhyped coming out of Kentucky, right? Yep. Yep. I think he might have came in a little overhyped. Kobe straightened him out a little bit. And then when he came to New York, he started to improve. But last year's playoff run was ugly. I believe he had a couple terrible – he had a whole terrible series, didn't he? Yeah. But you know who didn't have a terrible series last year? Is on the Knicks? Brunson. Yeah. So that takes a lot of pressure off of him. Uh, but you know, Mitchell, that man can, he's a bucket and yeah. I hate using that term because that term's getting overused right now, but the guy can score. He's mm. one of the best in the league. Uh, I'm going to say New York gets over the hump this year. I know they're the five seed, but four or five to me, it, yeah. it's one game. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one game of teams that are comparable basically. So I'm, I'm, I'm going with the Knicks. I like the Knicks in this series. Dorian, what say you? I'm going to Cavs in seven, and I'll tell you why. Darius Garland, when he's on and um, you have Mitchell on, they are a backcourt that's hard to stop. Even if they're undersized, they are hard to stop. Um, I think my – also, too, um, I believe that uh, the center – I can't think of his name. The, the guy that came from – he was traded from New Jersey. Jared Allen? Jared Allen. Jared Allen, I think from a defensive standpoint, him disrupting at the rim, Randall, because Randall likes getting to the rim. I think I think that's going to help uh, Cleveland out uh, tremendously too. And plus, Cleveland, uh, I, I saw a stat, and they're like in the fourth quarter, I think they're like their plus-minus ratio is like one of the top in the league, like they're in the top five. So um, so they play well in the fourth quarter. So, so um, I picked them in seven. It, do we know if Randall's coming back? Because I'm just reading that he's injured two, uh, about two weeks ago. Julius Randall? Yeah, he hurt his ankle. He sat out the rest of the season. Ooh. But without him, the Knicks beat the Cavs 130-116. to 116. I, I assume here is doubtful, at least for game one. Well, that's, that's huge, tough. man. He just, that's he's, huge. He's having a tough playoff run the past couple of years here. Yeah. He didn't play very well last year and then starting this one injured. Hopefully, you can get back to 100. percent I'd like to see the Knicks with all their, you know, yeah, both barrels. So, so Dorian, I will see your Jarrett Allen on the defensive side, and I will raid you in Evan Mobley. Yeah, gotta buy him. Evan Mobley, he's playing on his mind. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa! What about Mitchell Robinson and <laughs> all his touches? Definitely, he, he gets more touches. He gets offensive touches. He doesn't do anything with it. Yeah, he does. He scores about as much as I would in the paint. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've been playing the other center. I think is it Hartstein, number 55? Big guy from uh, New York, uh, Hartstein, the, the center, number 55? Sure. I think they've been playing him a lot more than, than Mitchell. would seem like like in the fourth quarter, it's like Hartstein, Hartstein. Yeah, because he's capable of averaging four points a game? <laughs> oh, no, I guess. Uh, Look. That's one. You can't come out and talk about how many touches you get and then drop donuts. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that, bro. Yeah, come you on. Can't. You can't. <laughs> I mean, just, there's no excuse. Not at all. There's no <laughs> excuse. 
you couldn't get fouled and get to the line. <laughs> like you couldn't, there's nothing you could do. Seven foot two forty. You, you went full PJ Tucker. And, yeah. And not only that, but he was talking shit, like saying uh-huh. he needed the ball more. That's the part that really just gets me is you wanted the ball more. You were out. He he out there for 20 to 30 minutes and not take a <laughs> shot. <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't even know what to say. I think That's we said it all. I think we have that situation. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing else to say about that. So we'll move on to the next series. And this one actually surprised me because it's um, this game's going on right now, but Atlanta versus Boston. Atlanta how, do you, is, how do you start the playoffs talking about trading your lead player? I don't know. Maybe they could have waited. I mean, anybody <laughs> with common sense would have maybe sat on that until the season was over for them. I don't know. And maybe what do we know? Maybe it was his agent. Oh, asshole move by the agent. Either yeah. way, because you're taken away from the mental focus of your client. So, I mean, there's no justifiable answer. No. Whether it was Trey, his agent, or the organization, sit on it until the season's over. Yeah. Not that complicated. I mean, it is apparently, but what do we know? What do we know? That's why I get upset when these athletes are just like, oh, you know, just talking heads, you know, talking sports. They never played or never. Yeah, no, I didn't. I mean, played pickup ball and this, that, and the other. Never played professionally or anything, but like, I know what's right. It's like, mm-hmm. I understand common sense. I mean, yes. I use it 100% of the time, but I do understand it. I understand a tiny, tiny bit about human sports psychology. Like, you probably should let the man focus on the series and not his contract. Yep. Yeah. My thing is, what market would be able to obtain uh, Trey Young? For a you Steph know, Curry that's not Steph Curry? You know what would be really funny? Like, I don't think I would be able to record the podcast. I'd be laughing so hard if they traded Kyrie for Trey. No, you don't want to give Luca an actual shooter. <laughs> Trey, yeah. Trey Young would be just fine hanging out at the three point line. Yeah. I don't think he'd bitch yeah. about that too much. Well, I'm just uh, I think it'd be funny because they, they initially traded Trey Young for Luca. Yeah. Yeah. That worked out yeah. way better. Yep, and then Trey Young would be closer to his family because his family is from uh, Oklahoma, so from so Dallas, Oklahoma. You can't trade Kyrie; he's a free agent, though. There's no contract. You can do a sign and trade. Uh, I think you just, I think you just cut the fat. Yeah, just cut the fat. Just let it go. Just let him go. Just let it go. But, but, Mr. Cuban, if you're listening, you you heard it here first. Bring Trey Young into Dallas. Luca will be happy. He'll stay. Get rid of Kyrie. Things will be does, fine. Does Auschwitz have a basketball team? Ooh. I'm just saying. We're not the one sharing <laughs> documentaries <laughs> and whatnot. So, anyways, back to Atlanta versus Boston. Dorian, you go first. That really mm. knocked the podcast off the tracks that hard. That joke. <laughs> I mean, come on. I feel like I've said worse. <laughs> oh, yeah, just um, wait. Well, um, I picked the Celtics to, to win the East, so I'll okay. say Celtics in five. With, okay. a cut, with a cut hand from picking up a vase. Is anybody buying that story? Have you ever cut yourself bad enough from picking up glass? I mean, nicks on fingers and stuff, sure, but five stitches? Mm-hmm. Somebody got mad and punched something. Yeah, not, yeah. not unless it broke in my hand. Yeah. 
Because I, I've, I've had glass break in my hand as I was doing I've, dishes. I've heard multiple stories and multiple outlets on the internet and on TV say picking up glass. Like like picking it up like it broke on the on the ground and it's picking it up? Yes. Yes. Um, that's why we have brooms and we sweep it up because I don't mm-hmm. want to cut myself, especially if I'm a multi-million dollar athlete. But again, mm-hmm. what do I know? <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Absolutely not. That's the only thing. It's the only thing we're sure of is that we know yeah. nothing. So the the last series that starts on Saturday is Golden State and Sacramento. Welcome to the playoff, Sacramento Kings, and Dorian Doppelganger. Yeah. yeah, it says real quick. It says right here. Brown told reporters Friday night before a game against Toronto that he cut his right hand picking up a glass vase he knocked over while watering his plants. Wow. Again, that's that sounds fishy. If glass breaks, if you get, if you get kid, a broom and you sweep it, if your kid told you that, what would you say? Why would you picking it up? Mm-hmm. That's what you'd say. I'd be like, why did your dumbass squeeze the glass that you were picking up? <laughs> like, even if you decided to pick it up, why did you squeeze it? Right. And I know I didn't raise somebody this stupid, which leads me to believe that you cut it in another man. <laughs> That's fair. I'm not buying this shit. Right. Right. So, uh, fortunately for Boston, they pro- they probably won't need him to beat Atlanta with um, Czech Cola and Steph Curry. So, but we'll move on to to Golden State and Sacramento. BJ, you want to start this one? Golden State, and Sacramento. I like the mojo that the uh, that the Sacramento Kings have, but. Ain't that kind of mojo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'd like to think that the the great story that has been the Sacramento Kings can continue in the postseason. I don't see it. So I saw a stat for the game that was on Sunday that obviously Golden State scored the most points ever in a first quarter, ever in the history of ever in the NBA. If they didn't score a single point in the first quarter, they still would have won that game. No. And, and BJ, you said it right. You come out, you're full of adrenaline. And, you know, the first you're, quarter is kind of. You're in your best mental state. You're in the best mental state that you will be throughout the rest of the game when you start this game. You're feeling good. You got a chance. And then somebody puts a double nickel on you in the first quarter and you're down by 30. Good luck, bro. Yeah, you're just, just you know what? We're done. What, what, pep, what pep talk is left? <laughs> you, mm-hmm. you can't X and O your way out of that one. You can't rah rah system buy your way out of that one. I got hookers and cocaine. If you guys come back, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Like, what's so? So you pull Rick Pacino? Yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah. I'm full Rick Pacino. Escorts, drugs, pizza, the whole nine yards. <laughs> if you guys, if you guys can overcome this, you will have the best night you've ever had as an NBA <laughs> player. So, so here's my thing with this series, right? Um, I know that there's going to be a lot of anxiety, a lot of emotions for the Kings. Well, Golden State is another day in the office. Yeah. So, but the thing is, I want my twin to like at no. least take at least take no. Golden State to seven games, man. Make it a series, Mike. Make it a series. Who in the Golden hell made State it okay for Golden State to be an underdog? I know. So now they get that they get that mentality also. Yeah. Oh. And Wig Wig's supposed to be back too. Yeah. The only thing that scares me. 
the only thing is that obviously Golden State um, does not have home court advantage, and they were 11 and 31 this year on the road. It doesn't matter if you don't have home court advantage if you win the first game. I see. I think I think Sacramento is winning game one. I oh, think yeah. the adrenaline of them coming to the playoffs for the first time in almost two decades. I think they're winning game one. All the pessimism that comes out of that little box in that corner, and this is the optimism you want to hang your hat on? <laughs> Who's had the cocaine and escort? <laughs> Look, if, if Golden State wins that first game, Golden State's going to the series. Oh, if Golden State wins that first game, it's it's going like it's a sweep. Yeah. If, if they don't, if, it's probably going to be a five if, or six game series for Golden it's State. A foregone conclusion. Foregone so. conclusion. There's like three people on that team that can hit from half court for fun. <laughs> it's like this is this is fun. We'll just do this. We'll just do this. Take that. And not to mention Kavon Looney's been a solid presence for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about that Jonathan Kaminga? It seems like he's getting better and better each game. He <laughs> he needed reps and he finally got them. They're gonna have to pay him eventually. Yep. Yeah. But so, so that means when Wiggins come back, they're going to have to integrate him slowly, like maybe give him like, what, 10 minutes a game? If okay. He, yeah. he should, bring, him, bring him off the bench. You know, if, if Wiggins is, is your sixth man, I think you're doing okay. Are we even speculating as to what the deal is with him? I'm a little hmm. concerned he didn't play in the last game just to kind of come back. But what about the previous 20? Yeah. Yeah. What are we doing here? Like, we don't know what happened. Are we just going to act like nothing happened? Like an NBA player set out 20 games for an unspecified reason? I mean, I'm sure they specified something. I just don't don't remember what it was, to be honest. Probably. I think it said like family matter or something. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't satisfy Twitter. No. Twitter said his baby baby mama was polarizing the best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Well. That's what happens when you introduce him to Rachel Nichols. <laughs> no, no, incorrect. If she introduced him to Rachel Nichols, she would have been smashing both of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Don't, you, don't you dare. Don't you dare disrespect what Rachel Nichols accomplished <laughs> by, by saying she'd do it one at a time. If anybody's double fisting, it's her. Hey, that, that's multitasking. Oh, uh... That's skiing. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. So on that on that wonderful note, we'll move on. Um, so the next series is the Bucks and whomever comes out of the playing tournament from the East, and it's either going to be Miami, Toronto, or Chicago. Miami scares me the worst because there's dog on that roster. Yeah, and there was a dog on the roster of the Bulls, and his name is Patrick Beverly. Yeah. Different kind of dog. Dog in Miami scores. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I see the Bucks. Uh I, I see I see the Bucks beating the, the Heat. It won't be pretty, but the Bucks are built to play a gritty game. I mean, they picked up uh Ingles. They got um uh I can't think of the the individual that they got from Phoenix um shooter. Wasn't it Crowder? Didn't they get Crowder, Crowder back? Yeah, they got Crowder, they got Jay Crowder, they got Ingles, like they got toughness that they can meet Miami's toughness. But who's going to stop Giannis? It ain't going to be Bam. <laughs> Bam's not fast enough. Jimmy's that, not big enough. That Bam you're going to yeah. hear is Giannis slamming the ball through the net. 
That's it. That's it. And honestly, you know, I would give kudos to Drew Holiday, man. I, me personally, I think Drew Holiday's top five point guard in the league right now. Maybe he's, top under, he's, he's definitely underrated. Yes. I don't know if I want to go there with you, but he's pretty underrated. I see. And, and defensively, if you need someone to stop a guard on a possession, I, I don't know of a better, better stopper than Holiday from, like, from the guard position. Right. I don't think there is one. Talking about somebody playing defense is odd enough. Yeah. So the, the next series is the Nuggets versus whomever comes out of the, the play-in tournament. Uh, before we get too far with that, I do want to talk about the West play-in tournament because Minnesota, do they have a team that will actually be on the court? What's the difference between Gobert being on the court and off it? Well, I don't give a shit about Gobert. He, he was sent home. I'm more concerned about the guy that got a second foul in the first quarter, punched a wall, and broke his hand. That's commitment. <laughs> Stupidity is what that is. I, I, man, and they they play who first round? Uh, well, they're in the playing tournament uh, versus the Lakers. Oh, please, please let the Timberwolves put that dog to bed. Well, if the Lakers lose, they still have another game because of the seven seed. So they get they get two cracks at the same. Yeah, so the Lakers are going to make it because if they, if somehow they don't beat a depleted Timberwolves team, they play either the Zionless Pelicans or the Thunder. Yeah. Are they going to make that kid lose weight or what? Zion? Yeah. Oh, he, he came out today. He's like, I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling like the old Zion. I'm like, does that mean you're 290 yeah. pounds? I'd say the old Zion was overweight too. Yeah. Gotta do something there, Biggin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm I'm just gonna project that the Lakers and the Temple Worlds actually make it through. Um, Minnesota beats whatever comes out of it, the nine ten matchup. So with that, it'll be Denver versus Minnesota. Again, does Minnesota have anybody that'll be on the court? Joke is gonna smoke Gobert. I don't know if Gobert even comes back. I don't know if he even plays again with, with He's the coming back. If he can infect the whole team with COVID, I'm pretty sure he can make it back from <laughs> throwing a little. Not, a but it wasn't this team. A limp-wristed jab at a player. <laughs> wasn't this team? I'm I'm trying to let me figure this out though. This man's seven foot three. He's got four foot arms. You don't dodge that jab. What the hell's wrong with you? Which <laughs> mm-hmm. is coming at you for four feet. So I and I, I'll pose this question to you guys: Is the trade that brought Gobert to Minnesota the worst trade in the in recent NBA history? No, there's one that's worse than that. Um, this one that's worse than that. I'm trying to think of which one it is. Um, Wasn't Grant Hill signing trade? That kind of sucked. Yeah. The Kyrie trade. I mean that that's up there too. Well. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to say what about the James well no, not James Harden trade. That's not that bad. Um the Vince Carter trade to the Nets. Hmm. I don't know. I'll say about that one. 
Yeah, because they got they traded him for Joey Graham and Ronaldo Blackman. Solid. You need guys to get the Gatorade cooler. (laughs) You got to take care of. I can't think of any that just jump out at me right now. Yeah. I try not to look up stuff during the show, so we can just run stuff off our head. Yeah. But um, I mean, I, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm looking up as we're talking, and most of them are like, "Well, this guy, you know, was traded during the draft." Well, I don't count that because you don't know the draft yeah. is such a crapshoot. Because, yeah. like, I mean, you got the Kobe trade, you got the Scottie Pippen trade; those are draft picks. I don't really count that. I mean, it, Minnesota mortgaged their future to bring in a guy that throws a jab about as strong as I do. Oh, I found 13 worst in-season trades. Okay. Mm. Matumbo traded to the Sixers. Oh, yeah. Um, the Hawks traded Matumbo and Rashawn McLeod to the 76ers for Tony Kukoc and uh, Tony Kukoc, Nazi Muhammad, Theo Ratliff, and Pepe Sanchez. Pepe Sanchez. Damn, I haven't heard that name so long. Baron Davis traded to the Cavs. That that was the Kyrie pick. They traded Baron Davis and a first round draft pick to the Cleveland Cavs for Jamario Moon and Mo Williams. Yeah, what? Get, yeah. That's a pretty shitty trade. <laughs> Tim, Hard- wow. Tim Hardaway to the Heat in 96. Tim Hardaway and Chris Gatlin to the Heat for Bimbo Coles and Kevin Willis. No. The dinosaur that was Kevin Willis. Mm-hmm. Damn, Baron Davis on here twice. The Hornets traded Baron Davis to the Golden State Warriors for Dale Davis and Speedy Claxton. Is that before or after he discovered pie? Mm. He wasn't so chunky in uh, Charlotte, if I remember. Yeah, he, he got chunky when he was in Golden State. Pot, what did I tell you? Yeah. Clyde Drexler traded to the Rockets. Clyde Drexler and Tracy Murray to the Rockets for Otis Thorpe and Marcelo Nicola. And a Ooh, 1995 first-round draft pick that turned out to be Randolph Childress. That wasn't a good pick. Ray Allen to the Sonics. The Bucks traded Ray Allen, Ronald Murray, and Kevin Alley in a 2003 first-round draft pick, which is Luke Ridnauer to the Seattle Supersonics, for Desmond Mason and Gary Payton. Ouch. Mm. That was an old Gary Payton, by the way. Yeah. Gary, Gary Payton Sr. Weber to the Sixers in 05. The Kings traded Weber, Matt Barnes, Matt Bradley to the 76ers for Brian Skinner, Kenny Thomas, and Corliss Williamson. Yep. Well. Hornacek to the Jazz. That wound up working out for the Jazz, all right. Hmm. They traded Hornacek, Sean Green, a 1995 second-round draft pick, Junior Burrow to the Utah Jazz for Jeff Malone, a 1994 first-round pick, B.J. Tyler. Hmm. Shaq to the Suns. The Heat traded Shaq to the Phoenix Suns for Marcus Banks and Sean Marion. And that did not work out for the Suns. At all. And and the others, BJ, before we move on? Kevin Johnson to the Suns. We spoke about him earlier. The Cavs in 1998 traded Kevin Johnson, Tyrone Corbin, and Mark West in an 88 first-round pick, which was Dan Marley. An 88 second round pick, Dean Garrett, and an 89 second round pick, Greg Gant, to the Phoenix Suns for Larry Nance 
Mike Sanders and an 88 first round pick, which is Randolph Keys, never to be heard yeah. from again. So that set the Suns up to pick up Charles Barkley and make a run. Yeah, those are mm-hmm. those are good enough. I, we're good on those. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Minnesota versus Denver. Dorian, do you have anything to say other than Denver's gonna win in five? Uh, yeah, I'm probably thinking that they're gonna win in five. I think I think that's gonna be a series to where Mike Malone is gonna allow his bench to play a lot more because. In order to be an NBA championship uh, caliber team, you have to trust your bench. Um, oh, so so having two or three star players and then shit the rest of it's not the best roster construction. No. Okay. Oh. Cool. So um, speaking of the Lakers, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, a segue. Well, I'll tell you what, their midseason trade did change them a little bit. Yes. So I'll give them that. When the actual GM kicked in, things started to look better. Yep. So that team that has, you know, kind of had a resurgence going against Memphis, who I don't know where Jaws' head is at. And honestly, I don't know where the Memphis city is at. So <laughs> probably out there chopping it up on the corner. Yeah. Letting a couple fly. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> hey, their their congressperson is going back to Congress. So. Well, expelled and they voted yeah. to go, go right back in. Fuck Tennessee it. did something right, and that's just because the whole nation was like, what? <laughs> You're really in 2023 going to kick them out because they're black? I don't think that's what you want to do, Tennessee. It's like there, there were three of them. Two were black. They were expelled. The white woman wasn't, and the reasoning was, well, she talks differently. Okay. She talks <laughs> like my grandma does. <laughs> she was raised up by her cousin mama properly. So yes, um, so you think the Lakers might have a chance a chance against the Grizzlies? Yes. You think they're going to pull it of out? Course. Yes. Okay. I do. Unfortunately, that, that'll be the upset of the first round. I mean that that's two seven. Yeah, I mean I picked the Grizzlies. I think. Um, I don't know if AD have. I, I think AD's probably gonna get bullied around by Stephen Adams in, in the post. He's not playing. Stephen Adams is out. What are oh. the chances? What are the chances of Ja playing? Does Vegas have any odds on this? Um, let me let me pull up uh, Ja's. He he's listed as doubtful. Um, Stephen Adams, I believe, is out out. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, that changes things. Never changes things. Yep, Steven Adams' knee will likely be sidelined throughout the entirety of the postseason. So who's going to carry him? Um, oh, it'll be, to fight Shannon Sharp? Yeah, it'll be Dylan Brooks. <laughs> oh, he's set to play. No. That was March 22nd. Things have happened since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the John's listed as doubtful, um, but he did play. He played 24 minutes on the seventh, so he'll probably play. Oh yeah, I don't know if Jaws playing. They got a shot. He's pretty electric. So I I do think the Lakers uh, pulling out in seven. Um, just to, to Dorian's point, Steve Adams isn't in. They have zero protection against AD. Yeah. Shit, you're guessing that AD plays center. I think he'll play inside. 
Yeah. I mean, I would. If I was him, I'd be like, okay, they don't have it. Again, what do, what do we know? Exactly. And that's exactly what it is. Oh, there's no formidable big man in the middle? I'll play down low. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. I, I mean, he, he was going up against Jaron Jackson Jr., but, I mean. He's undersized. Yeah. By about three inches. Jaron Jackson's going to be occupied with trying to keep LeBron out, out of the paint. So the the last series um, that one of the teams has some fight in them. That's the Clippers mm-hmm. playing Phoenix. Well, all depends on Paul George. I mean, how, if Paul George doesn't play these first two games, Phoenix goes up two zero. Wait, 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 wait! wait. You're, you're saying that a team with Booker, Aiton, and Durant that series depends on whether Paul George uh, plays on the other team. I, this is what I'll say. Because for okay, the last couple of games that the Clippers have been have been playing, they've been relying on Kawhi Leonard, and to a degree, they've had uh, Westbrook as their third option because Norman Powell has been balling, balling for the Clippers. If you implement Paul George back into that lineup, okay, you got you got. Uh, Chris Paul, you got KD. Stop. 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 Okay. Paul George is expected to be sidelined to begin the Clippers' first round series against the Suns. Damn. Yes. Yep. Damn. <laughs> Sorry, Clippers. <laughs> yeah, you with it. I, I thought I thought you had a shot. At least push it to seven. Maybe you know steal one. But yeah, that's not happening. That's not Damn. happening. <laughs> that's not happening. Sorry, Clippers. Oh, let's see, the, the, the first round's too early for the Chris Paul screw-up. That's got to be at least the conference semifinals or conference finals. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, I mean, you don't have Paul George. You don't have a chance. The thing is, though, is KD going to be KD? Does he still have any nagging injuries or, you know, I mean, even though he's seven foot, he can shoot over anyone, but still, like, what KD will the Suns have? And if they have injured KD, that's not going to – you're you you're not getting past Denver. You're not getting past whoever is in that, in that second round. Yeah, I, I think they can get past the Clippers without KD being full KD because he's only played eight games for the Suns. Mm-hmm. I don't think he, they get past the, the second round without him. Because no. mm-hmm. Aiton, after that breakout series against Davis – Say what you will, has not really done much in the playoff since. Right. right. So, uh, before we break, I've got a stupid little um, hot take, if you will, uh, about the the Major League Baseball season. So, you guys have seen some of the new rules with Major League Baseball, right? Mm-hmm. Like with the pitch clock and everything. I saw people stealing uh, second base because the the pitch clock. That's that. That's the thing. So. I will say this. The major league record for steals in the season is 137. No one has stolen more than more than 60 since the 90s. Wow. The record breaks this year. So messed up. It's so messed up. <laughs> it's so awesome. You got to throw a bitch. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, for, for those who don't know, if, there, if there's a runner on base, the pitcher gets two chances to pick them off. If they do not, you know, pick them off on the second chance. The next time they try to pick them off the base, 
If they were not successful, the runner automatically advances to the next base. So, like, Ronald Acuna Jr. for the Braves is just, like, begging pitchers to try to pick him off. He's, like, way off the base because he knows he can get back. It puts him in such a pickle. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, with that, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back in a minute. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 21.